1: Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing
2: cool shit.
1: Hi. Good
2: morning, Tully Louise. I am so excited for this episode, like so excited. We have literally just sat down for like three hours and did a whole heap of planning for Tullyloo this year and values and it was
1: actually quite rewarding and I feel super positive. But we also went over values that we did like eight years ago. So it's so wild. So
2: um, this episode is basically about values. We just spoke about it before. Values in personal business, like relationships, a bit of everything. Sarah said use the word fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was so wild. We had this planning day and I went through my files yesterday and I found some planning from 2013 and 2015 for Tullyloo, which is our activewear business. And it's so wild to see how much we've done and how our values have changed as we're getting older mm-hmm. and more
1: wiser. But is it, the wild thing for me is I've never actually known my personal values until the last 6 months really never ever or i've i've thought oh yeah like i really relate to that but i've never sat down and thought of 5 to 6 tangible things that i that i carry forward with as me as a person never ever wow
2: i find that quite I find that hard to believe. I mean, I know it's the truth, but I find it hard to believe considering you are quite a, I would say, spiritual person. And previous to the last six months, I would have thought you knew yourself, just how confident and I don't know. I just find that so hard to
1: believe. But congratulations and welcome to the journey. Thank you. (laughs) No, it's not like I always knew a lot of like say one of mine's leadership, one of mine's personal one's experiences. And accountability and curiosity. But is previous one. to what you just wrote down, that it's the six months, none of those were your none of they they weren't I I didn't have them written down, but like say curiosity, I always, always knew I loved being curious, I loved having honest conversations, I mm-hmm. really related to people that were curious and open-minded. But I never knew that that was one of my values. I thought that's just what I liked. yeah, yep. and i I knew that experiences really, really lit me up inside like going out with friends or doing family things. I knew experience at like those times, but I never knew that that was an experience, and experience are a real value of mine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just never put the two together. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, and Crazy. so that's something I've been working on and building out and continue to build out and I think it's really good just to have it down on paper but it was really hard. I needed someone to guide me through it. Yeah, it's so wild. So obviously you guys have
2: listened to the podcast before this with, with our beautiful friend Morgan Riddle um, and who is super wise and knows herself so well and just super positive and a lot of the podcast today I feel like the procedures we've done have come from Morgan. A hundred percent. Like it's so wild. I've always been quite a spiritual, I visualize manifestation kind of all those things. But I think as you get older and you, I don't want to continue doing this, but as I've gotten older and busier, I've disconnected from a lot of my beliefs and my values from what I had 10 years ago um, when I started like the business and yoga and all that kind of stuff. And she just sparked this thing inside me that's like, oh, my God, they're the things that I've been lacking for so many years, but I love doing them and I believe in them. So a lot of her little procedures we're going to talk about today and I know she spoke about them last week, but we're going to kind of go through what we and hopefully that like inspires someone that's listening to go home and do it themselves or maybe some of our values or planning you guys can take into yeah. your life. You
1: can be like, oh, my God, I really, really relate to that yeah. as well. How did you come across your values as a person?
2: So I think a lot of mine, because obviously when I was younger, I probably didn't have many values. I don't think I did anyway, way personally. Um, but a lot of mine have come from yoga. And because I feel like with yoga, it, got to, it taught me to know myself and learn what my values were. Mm-hmm. Back then, like health for me was one of my values, what I put inside my body body, my family was a value because my family literally, um, you know, had to look after me. And I realized that family is such a big thing that um, I value. Um, And I think yoga definitely and seeing the therapist that I used to see, well, she was a psychologist that I used to see helped. But like I said, as I got older and I disconnected from a lot of those things, I forgot what my, didn't forget, I lost my values maybe. Mm -hmm. So
1: I think like the last, I don't know, I've just like kind of I'm going to ask you, do you know what? You were just talking about energy givers. Maybe you weren't giving energy into your values in the last 10 years. 100%. And I think not the last 10 years. No. I
2: think it's probably the last. I put a bit of mayo on Yeah, it. you did put a bit of mayo on it. I think probably the last like maybe. I honestly, actually, now that I think about it, when I stopped doing so much yoga. Okay. And I think that's probably that was. A little bit before COVID. So I would say three to four years. And isn't it funny? We're doing yoga tomorrow. <laughs> I morning. know. So one of my things, when I was writing down my goals and stuff for this year, one of my things was um obviously I started doing yoga when I was like 13. And it helped me on my recovery of my eating yeah. disorder depression and stuff like that. And I taught Bikram. It literally changed my life. Um, and I stopped, yeah, stopped doing that probably about three, four years ago and now that I look back and reflect, I can see how I wouldn't say spiral. I don't think spiral is the right word, but I've disconnected from what I believe in,
1: if that makes sense. Yeah. If someone's listening and they're like, oh, nah, tuning out, I don't want to listen to this, why do you think it's so important for someone to know their values as a person? And if they're running a business, their business values?
2: I think business values are important. I'm just going to talk from my experience from what I'm feeling Mm. today. I feel so excited. I feel so inspired and I feel like I've got direction. I feel like a lot of us lack direction Mm. in life and especially in business because I know we're guilty of this. You just – and I talk to a lot of business owners as well. You get so stuck in the day-to-day stuff that you forget to forecast or – all those kind of things. I'm like, now I have so much direction and structure to where I want the business to be. I feel like that's what this has done for me today. And that's how I feel. How Mm -hmm. do you, what do you
1: think? I think direction's a huge thing. I think it it, it gives you a trajectory of where you want to go and who you want to be. Mm -hmm. But I think the important thing is reflection. Mm -hmm. It's and it's one of the other things that we're going to go through. It's like if you are feeling off center, okay, go back to my values, go back to something. What am I not doing mm-hmm. that doesn't align with me? Yeah,
2: hundred percent. So I think that's I think that's why it's so important to do, and especially if you run a
1: business. Do you know what it all? Literally, all it is: write down what is important to you. Yeah, what really, really, really resonates with you. Like I'd say three to five things. Mm-hmm. Write a word and then expand on it and what that word means to you.
2: Yeah, and I think it's really important in life we get stagnant, especially when it comes to like mid-year or towards the end of the mm-hmm. year. You get so stagnant. You just do – like it's like you're on autopilot. Like you're just doing what needs to be done. You're very routine-based but and then you get in this like really negative headspace and then all your goals and what you want to achieve, I feel like I'm a big believer in – language, positive language, manifestation, all that kind of stuff. And when you're in a negative headspace, things can spiral. And I don't know, I feel like you lose direction, which Mm -hmm. goes to one of my things that we were going to go through today is before we go through like our values and stuff, my energy givers. So this relates to what you were just talking. I have a list on my phone and I think I learned this from Morgan. I'm pretty sure, or it was like, Gabrielle Bernstein, I can't remember. And what you have to do is you write in your notes. So when you're feeling uninspired, you feel like you're in a negative headspace, something triggers you, upset, or maybe you're you're just having a really, really bad day. You go to my energy givers in your notes and you write down all the things that make you feel good. And it's not like things that you have to buy. It's like action. So Mm -hmm. um, for me, my energy givers, if I'm feeling shit, one of them is... I like being by myself. So being by myself for a shorter period, I need alone time to be the best person to myself and others. Um, it gives me, you know, it, it helps my social battery um, be around people who give me energy. Like if I'm feeling shit, there's no point going to someone who's always a Debbie Downer. It's someone that's going to uplift me and give me like good energy. Another thing for me is be creative. Um, you know, if that's like journaling, I, I find journaling a creative out, out space, output, outlet, outlet. Um, drawing, designing, anything like that. Being creative gets me out of my head and it makes me happy. Movement. Mm-hmm. We were talking about that the other day, so, and that's one of I know Sarah's going to touch on that. Movement. If that's walking, going to workout class, anything. Go visit my twins. Talk to friends or family, meditate, go for a walk, go to the beach or go in nature. Um, have I know this could be controversial, but having a nap, like just having a nap, I feel like once you just rested it's and it's not
1: controversial. It's I what, don't works know. For, what works for you. Yeah, like, it's just like no, going for a nap. There's no right or wrong. A massage. Um, uh, listening to music. I'd say these are all self-care things. Well, that's the whole point. So it's like when you're in a
2: shit headspace or a negative headspace, what are the things you can do that make you feel good? And to me, a lot of them are self-care. Less airtime on phones. Another thing, drinking water, listening to music. And then another thing that I put on here as well is planning for the future. Like what we just did then, how much better do you feel like you're in such a better headspace? So doing things like we're talking about today is something that you could put on
1: your My Energy Giver list. And it doesn't have to be like a a big yearly like we've just done. It can be a daily thing that you can tick off. 100%. It's just having a – Finding a purpose. 100%. And direction. Then the,
2: yeah, direction. And then at the end of this, I've got in my notes, I'm like the goal is to have more energy givers than negative energy givers. Negative givers. When you do something from the negative list, turn straight to the positive list to make up for your experience. So I've also got a, like, a negative one as well, which um, are like negative drainers. So having clutter around me is a drainer. I hate having a messy space. Uh, negative people or negative energy... Gets me in a shit mood. Not sleeping gets me in a shit mood. Doing things to people please gives me. It makes me in a shit mood. Um, saying yes to everything and everyone to make other people happy—that's a negative thing for me. What Lack list of movement. is this? Because this is very similar to a, a list I have on my. Oh, phone. really? So you have my energy givers and you have my negative drainers. So yep. negative. This is my negative drainers, mm. and then so what your thing is, you're hopefully have more energy givers than negative drainers. So if I get triggered or something happens, sometimes I'll go to my list. I'm like, okay, did any of these things happen? Okay, shit, they did. I need to go to my energy givers. So same um, same thing, lack of movement, negative self-talk. I My head is very busy and mm-hmm. I have a lot of chatter inside my brain, but I've learned over the years to turn that to positivity. But sometimes some days it catches me and I can be quite negative in my head. And then that makes me feel sad, depressed or angry at myself and no, oh yeah, lack of movement, no movement. So then, yeah. So they're two lists that I've got in my phone that help when you're in a shit headspace or your negative drainers.
1: I'm about to go through mine. Yeah. But I, we operate very differently and I think it will be really, I'll put mine up, yeah. 100%. I'll, I'll put mine up too on our Instagram. On our Curious yes. Conversations Instagram just to like – and one might resonate with someone. 100 And the other might not resonate.
2: And there's no right or wrong. Like I – no, do you know what? I listen to a podcast and I will find the podcast and share it with you guys because – I think it's the Money money, Manif- uh, money Manifestation. I can't remember her name. It's a really amazing podcast. And I'm sure she did it. And when I was listening to it, I was like, oh, my God, I need to have these two lists.
1: Isn't it funny? We had a, um, we've got a group chat. Well, we've got several group chats. And the other day one of our friends who has never been into manifestation. Oh, I or- said this on last week's yeah. podcast with Morgan. I know. But then I've got two of my other really close friends that have reached out and asked, how do I journal? Oh, my how God, do- that's so weird you say that. Sorry, keep going and I'll <laughs> – sorry. <laughs> and, and and I find it hard to answer. They're like, what do you do? And so I explain what I do, but I'm like to them, but it's whatever works for you. There's, there's no, no th- right or wrong. There's no right or wrong. But the interesting thing is they're both mothers and – they don't talk to one another, so, like, they would have no crossover yeah. to know they're both doing the same thing. They're both choosing to get up earlier than their kids because they feel like they need me time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's common. Yeah. yeah. So they're. So I think they're setting their alarms for, like, 36, fill up their own cup before their kids even mm-hmm. wake up. And I was like, oh, there must be something in the air going on at the moment.
2: Yep. So that's so funny you say that. Sorry, I was going to say this before, but I often like will post about my daily rituals and stuff like that. Because again, I do that because it might trigger someone to be like, oh, I might incorporate that. And I'm like, okay, if I'm giving value to someone by posting about my daily rituals and then they start doing it and they feel better about themselves, amazing. Some people that follow me might be like, oh, why she, I, I've had look, Yeah, no, I've had some people be like, oh, you're too positive for me. Huh. You're too positive. You're such a morning person. Like, I'm like, that's fine. Just unfollow me. Like, if my content doesn't relate, if it doesn't Elan, give you joy or whatever, don't follow me. I mm. actually don't want you to follow me. But I posted the other day about um my morning journal and I was like, I journal every day and do a gratitude list because it gives me a positive outlook for the day. It, I'm, I feel good when I do it and it's just nice to write stuff down. Anyway, and then I had, do you know how many people I had write back to me and be like, oh my God, I really, really, really want to journal, but I don't know how. I had I literally think I had 40 people write to me and I was like, so I'm going to do a video. I'm going to do a reel and a TikTok about how I journal. But if you guys don't follow me on Instagram or you don't follow me on TikTok, a really good tip is that five-minute journal we have because it has prompts of Mm -hmm. um, questions and it's a perfect beginner way to journal. It has – That's what my friend got, the five-minute journal. it's actually phenomenal Mm -hmm. and I actually still use it um, sometimes Um, but now I just freehand but it is such a great uh, beginner step into the journaling world. Mm -hmm. And you know what? You might not want to freehand. That might be the way that you journal. Or another thing is sometimes I just write three things I'm grateful for in my phone or in my diary and then I'll just journal how I'm feeling.
1: And do you know what? It's whatever comes out. Exactly. Some days it's only two lines. Yep. Like, And that's the other thing. I don't try and go deep every day. No. Like some – one thing I've actually tried been doing every morning since I have got up and it kind of has to do with manifestation, but I'm trying to look for the opportunity in every day. Mm-hmm. Instead of being closed off, I want to be open. So the first thing I do when – I wake up, obviously, like, thank you, mm-hmm. given another day. But I write down in my journal the first thing show me how good it can get. Oh, yeah, I like that. Like, show me how good today can get. Yeah, and it happened on the weekend. I went and saw a friend I haven't seen for years. We had an amazing night, so much fun. I was like, I went to bed that night. I was like, oh, my god, so like the universe showed me how today, how good mm-hmm. today could get. Mm-hmm. It went phenomenally. Yeah,
2: it's crazy. Um, but I think. Essentially, what we want you guys to get out of this podcast is we're just like showing you some of the
1: positive. Mm. Um, I've never been into it, like, and I'm saying that honestly. Like, I've never been a journaler. Mm-hmm. I've been, I've been like quite self aware. Yeah. I give you that, like, I, 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 am I reflective. would say I was probably more tangible. Yeah, you yeah, did yeah. More, you did more tan- tangible things where I did things more in my head. Yes. So I'm like. I have to do morning affirmations every day
2: because I'm a little bit OCD because if I don't do it, I feel like my day, and maybe it's an unhealthy habit <laughs> because I can, if I don't do it, then I'm like, oh my God, my day is going to go to shit. And it's probably something I need to detach from because I feel like a healthy habit is something if you don't do it one day, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, But... It's so funny, maybe on the podcast, and I've been thinking about this for so long, but I just don't know if it's too depressing. I wanted to do a series on TikTok of reading from my journal when I was really sick because my, and it's quite, it can be quite like there's like suicidal notes in there and it's like a lot. So I don't know if I will do it. I've kept the journal because eventually one day I want to write a book, but I often will go back to it and it makes me so sad how sad I was, but it also makes me proud because I wouldn't be the person I am today if I didn't go through that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I have these mixed emotions, but I've been thinking of doing this TikTok series of where I read like a page in my journal. I haven't done it yet because I'm like, I don't know if it's too much, but it's really nice to keep your journals and then reflect on them. Cause that was literally when I was like 13 and some of this stuff I'm like, I can't believe I was saying that at 13. Like I don't know if I was
1: wise or just I'm a, I'm gonna go through some questions later on that we're we've written down and gone through, but two of them I'm gonna ask you mm-hmm. now just to reinforce what we've gone mm-hmm. through and what you just said. And one thing that we're trying to do this year is yeah. get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause there's no growth in being comfortable. Yeah, I know. Do you know what I – are you talking about the journal? Yeah, and and then my second one is the question is not will you succeed Mm -hmm. but what should you attempt? Uh Uh-huh. So it doesn't matter if no one likes that video or something. No, I know. I'm more about triggering someone with like – Just have to explore how someone's going to get value out of it. Yeah,
2: I will do it. It's I literally – because in my phone – I don't know, I'm such a notes person. In my phone I have – like all the businesses that we run and like content ideas. Mm. And under me personally, Tully Humphrey, as me as a brand, I have it un- under like I've got like journal content, whatever. Mm. Um, I will do it because I feel like it might help someone one day. But do you think, do you want to go through your notes section? And then I feel like we should go through our Tully Lou values for this year.
1: Yes. Yep, definitely. And I, I think it will be also really helpful and tangible to throw out out some words that we think are, could be someone's values mm-hmm. because someone might be like, "Yeah, but like, what do you mean?"
2: Yeah, I reckon they'll get that from our thing. Yeah, okay.
1: Um, so you went, you had your givers and takers. Yeah. So my negative drainers and my energy givers. Yeah. So mine is, and I followed Morgan's cue on this. My ultimate ultimate guide to my unhappiness: mm-hmm. things I do that make me feel off center and not grounded. One is being indecisive. Yep. Two, not having a plan for the morning mm-hmm. and or having a workout. Yep. Going out too many nights and not prioritizing me. Shaming myself for where I am and comparing. Mm-hmm. Comparing's a big one. Yep. Not being grateful. People pleasing, doing things to make others people feel good, but not myself. Do I really want to say no? But I'm saying yes. Mm-hmm. Not communicating properly and holding on to something. And in brackets, I have communicated with kindness though. Too much coffee in a day. Mm -hmm. That makes me feel like caca. Not enough water. Not cooking for myself and eating well Mm -hmm. and procrastinating. Mm
0: -hmm. So there's
1: a mixture of like self-care things in there Mm -hmm. that I know would be. So they're they're your negative drainers. They're my drainers. Yeah. If I'm feeling like, uh I'm like, oh, why am I feeling this? Yeah. And then I go to my phone, I'm like, oh, it's because I've been out six nights in a row and yeah. I haven't been home.
2: Okay, so now what I've got a little uh, homework for you to do, I want you tonight to make the opposite an energy giver and whenever you're feeling shit, you go to your
1: energy givers yes. and then make sure you do at least, like you don't have to do all of them. You can just yeah. do one of them. No, I, and I know. And like one is say like a self-care thing for me is I live by myself. I Tend to just cook the same basic mm-hmm. meals all the time. I personally love cooking. Yeah, secret so cooking. And one self-care thing would be like taking the actual time and effort mm-hmm. to prepare myself such a wholesome meal mm-hmm. that I cook from yeah. scratch in hours. That would make yeah. me so happy.
2: And like another value you feel is family, so it could be like visiting nieces and nephews. So you. Just, one of my
1: values isn't family.
2: I, you said it was
1: no experiences.
2: We've had this conversation ages ago, nah. and you said family was a value. No, nah.
1: I swear to God, you've said that. No, nah. I've heard you. Family, family is very important in my life.
2: I've heard family, you say that to someone. Family, I swear,
1: family and friends are important, but no, like at the moment, you've changed that because you have said that before, and that's it. And and they like they are really important in my life. Yeah, and
2: but that's the thing, guys. You can change your values all the time. Like I you've definitely said
1: fam- family is definitely a value so if people like if people yeah okay um so family and friends come under joy in my life uh-huh joy is a value in my life so but this what- is a new thing right yeah so yeah. so I'll ex- my my values are experiences joy mm-hmm. and under joy when I write build them out mm-hmm. what are things that bring me joy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. family and friends come under that mm-hmm. so joy is not a value like Family and friends aren't a mm-hmm. value in my life. Accountability, integrity, leadership, and curiosity. Mm-hmm. They're my values.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Love that. Um, so I think we should go through, now that we're talking about values. So Sarah and I sat down and we're like, obviously, like we said before, we went back to 2000 and. 13 or 15 and went through some of our values and beliefs and obviously the brand has grown we have grown as business owners the customers have grown the industry's grown Mm -hmm. um so we've kind of just gone through what our Talluloo values are and I think by explaining them it'll help you guys especially if you run a business or you could even do them for yourself or Maybe one of them might resonate for yourself. Do we like read it, like take it one by turn, read it out? And, yeah, okay. I think so. So I'll go the first one. Yep. Um, so our first value for Tallyloo, so we've only got four, so you don't have to do 10. Um, so we've done connection. And then underneath connection, as Sarah said before, we're built underneath. So a connection to us and Tallyloo is understanding customer needs and wants, fostering conversations with customers, their needs and wants, fostering a relationship continual conversations, providing value to them as being part of our community, meeting new people, growing networks, and then underneath, Sarah's just written in bold, how do we foster new connections? So I feel like that one's really important. Why do you think that one is important? I think connection makes the whole world go around. Yeah, and I think that's one
1: thing that you think in of- 2023 we're lacking is connection. Connection is every relationship mm-hmm. you have. A connection I have a connection with you I have a connection with my family and it's different ha- how do you feed those connections mm. how do you grow them how do you
0: uh,
1: foster them exactly yeah. right foster them see value in them how do you and I think also from Sarah's speaking from
2: like a personal point of view I'm I'm going back to a business point mm. of view I think a connection with your customers and your community is so important because for me as a business owner Of Talilu, I want to nurture you guys because you are part of our community and at the end of the day, you're buying our products, you're buying into our values, Mm -hmm. I would say. Mm -hmm. So I feel like connection is such an important um,
1: point. Two is leadership. Being authentic, showing up, growing, learning, asking questions, habits, vulnerability. When you're looking after yourself, your mind, you know yourself, you show up as a better leader. Patience, listening, understanding people, speaking up, being okay with being uncomfortable. And we'll, we'll build out on yeah. this. We have in um, brackets, check yourself, having control over your own emotions, not reacting, understanding yourself, old stories, triggers, understanding others, always coming from a place of love and grace. Should we
2: kind of? I love leadership. I think as a business owner, you can either lack
1: or. I think a lot of us probably lack leadership in some ways. It's it's the one I – it's not my strongest skill and mm-hmm. it's honestly something that I s- is really important to me uh-huh. and I want to get better at. So I'm, I'm listening to leadership mm-hmm. podcasts. I'm asking people that I think are really good leaders what yeah. they do. I'm observing them.
2: I think it's really hard too because from – our point of view from Tally Lou, Sarah and I have run Tally Lou together for a very long time and we don't, at the moment, we don't have staff. We do everything ourselves. Podcasts, we do everything ourselves. So I find leadership's probably been something that we've lacked a lot of because, Mm -hmm. but now that we have these other businesses coming up, we're working with a team and it's, um, we have to be accountable. Yeah. There's a lot of, heads mm-hmm. and it can be hard so I feel like leadership is definitely something I'm really excited to kind of work on and I just want
1: to touch on this point check yourself do you want to explain why we did that we both do this I was going to throw myself under the bus but we both do it we tend to react to react to each other mm-hmm. like <laughs> most sisters 100% and most people are like oh you and Sarah and like people love the relationship we have, but then they make them
2: feel uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, and we're always like, well, we know what works best for us. We don't care, but mm. as to business owners, to individual peoples, people, we want to grow and get better. So we have we have jointly decided mm-hmm. to grow as an individuals, understand our triggers, and. Instead
2: of reacting like we do, we have got this new little procedure (laughs) that if I do something let Let's give an example. Okay. Example is sometimes I… Interrupt. Interrupt, which I don't mean to do in a rude way. Um, And then Sarah can get quite triggered sometimes or sometimes she doesn't, but the someday she does get triggered, she can… I would say you can be a little bit passive-aggressive in… The way that I've triggered you. And fair enough, like sometimes that happens. But instead of that happening, if I interrupt, I want Sarah to be like, Tully, check yourself. And then if Sarah passive aggressively responds to me, I'm like, Sarah, check yourself. Instead of getting angry,
1: not angry, instead of reacting. Can I just say that how we got to this today? We and we discussed it probably mm. for about half an hour. Tally's like, Tully, I uh, I asked Tally, In times when she interrupts someone, what emotion she's Mm -hmm. feeling. Mm -hmm. And you said you can either feel defensive Mm -hmm. and that's why you interject. Yeah. Or I think the other one was excited. Yeah, I get excited. Like I'm not doing it in a rude way. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes,
2: like we're just having a conversation before and I was agreeing with Sarah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've done that to Sarah in the past before. And she's like, Tully stop interrupting. But I'm like, I'm not interrupting. I'm adding to the conversation. Like, I, say, I I, I say, let me finish a yeah, sentence. But I'm like, oh, no, I'm not interrupting. I'm like agreeing with you. I'm like, yeah. Like, you know when you have a conversation with someone, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes Sarah gets triggered and thinks that I'm inter- interrupting. And maybe from external it sounds like I'm interrupt, but I'm actually just agreeing with you. And then mm. she
1: reacts and then it just, it's just not ideal. So, so Tully triggers uh, either she's excited or she's being defensive. Mm-hmm. when Tully. Does that to me? I I was saying I feel dismissed, mm-hmm. and my opinion isn't even Heard. worth talking about. Yeah. yeah, but I
2: don't mean it. I like I'm by so, far. I do not mean that. Like no, I
1: know. Yeah, but we've we've built out why we do it, and now I think we have a better understanding of each other. And that's the whole thing. We we are business partners. Yeah. We have several businesses together. I need to know how you operate as a human so I can get the best out of you and vice mm-hmm. versa.
2: Yeah. So that's when we came to the thing. It's like two words, check yourself. And then we're like, okay, fuck. And it's not – to me, If we, I wouldn't be triggered by that. I'd be mm. like, oh, fuck, shit. Like, shit, I, shit, shit fuck. Yeah, You're shit, fuck. fuck. I fucked up. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. Move on. Instead of sitting there – and this is what would probably happen in a situation if we didn't say that – I'd react or Sarah would react and then we'd have an argument and then, or not an argument, but it'd be just like passive-aggressive. It'd be just, it's not a nice feeling, but then we get over it. It's not like we have this huge fight. It's just not a nice feeling. So I feel like if we just do that, it's very easy to let it go quickly. Mm. Yeah, otherwise we hold on to it for too long.
1: Do you think this transitions over into our friendship? Take out. So we've got our business relationship uh-huh. and then like… Yeah, I think so because yeah.
2: it happens because Sarah you your you can be like passive aggressive in the tone of your voice and I do this weird rolling eye thing so it's like and it happens it can happen yeah in a mm. friendship so now it's like if I do that be like oh check yourself mm. and if you do that be like check yourself and it's like very easy to let it go because it's not in a I'm not we're not malicious mm. but it's not like in a
1: we always want the best for
2: each yeah, other. Yeah, 100%. I, I can't even explain it. Like Sarah yeah. and I, my relationship is really hard to explain and it's no point trying to explain it to people because like <laughs> they, don't, get they don't ever understand. It's like they're like, oh, you guys are so rude to each other and I I don't want to be rude to you and I know you don't want to be rude to me. It's just the way we operate but it's probably no, something we need to.
1: Sorry for interrupting. I'm going to because one of our things is our language as oh, well. Oh, yeah, true, true. We're… This is why we're doing it. It's because we want to be better. Yes. Previously, we have been rude. 100%. Like you're like my best friend. If I can't tell you to shut the F up, who can?
2: Yeah. No, you're right. Anyway, so that was number two. Um, Number three is integrity. So I also love this one, but it's integrity, no ego, accountability. If you're saying you're going to do something, you do it. We practice what we believe. We live by our values as people and as a company. We reflect and grow. Check yourself quality. So again, it's like check yourself. Um, I probably out of this whole thing, I like the accountability. I feel like, as I said before, as Sarah and I like have been doing this a while, we're best friends. It's very easy for us to dismiss things that we said we were going to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's probably not how. I said to Sarah before, and I can say this, I want us to think as Tully Lou in the future as if we were working for someone else. Mm-hmm. I made Sarah's dad as an example. He runs a very big fruit business. And I would be like, if there's not invoices getting sent out or money not, like, you know, those are the procedures you have to do every day. Or it's not going to get paid. So I'm like, we have to think as tally- of Tully Lou as if if we don't do these things, it's not going to run the next day. Mm-hmm. So for me, I feel like that's accountability
1: to make sure we do the things that we say we're going to do. And my, – we've given each other roles, responsibilities and tasks. Mm-hmm. You have given me the task of doing two ticks hocks a week yep. for Tully Lou. Yep. And for me personally, that's really, really uncomfortable for mm-hmm. me because I'm less public than you. Yeah, yeah. And so that's me tapping into my, to my leadership yep. value. It's like, oh, no, Sarah, get comfortable with it being mm-hmm. uncomfortable mm-hmm. You're only going to grow, mm-hmm. and you're only going to hit your goals if you're doing these habits for Tully Lou.
2: Yeah, and again, it's like you have to think as, and this is how I want our mindsets to change. It's like if I ask you to do something, or if you ask me to do something, I'd be like, I'm thinking as if it's your dad's business, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh yeah, I definitely like. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, you just have to think of it as if
1: it was another business. We're not going to go get our nails done at eleven o'clock on a Tuesday. No, not, not. no, no and the fourth one trust being honest having faith everything will be okay we will always find solutions to our problems we are problem solvers follow you in your intuition faith that the, there is never a mistake you learn from it foster tr- foster it trust new customers customer reviews
2: mm-hmm.
1: so we get a lot of amazing feedback from our customers. Yeah,
2: and I was just saying to Sarah before, I had like four messages on the weekend about our wide waistband leggings being like, don't ever stop making Mm -hmm. these. If you ever do, I'm going to buy 20. Um, And, you know,
1: I always communicate back with everyone. Like I write back to everyone. Um, And even with our new lounge sets, I said to you, I went away on the weekend with my cousins and they felt it and they're like, oh, my God, this material is amazing. And so how... What we have to do now as a business is translate that somehow to existing and new customers so that you trust us. Yeah,
2: exactly. So um, and also I'm a massive believer in following your gut, which I feel like equals follow your intuition. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing that I've always kind of had in, well, yes, we're problem solvers. I feel like any business owner is a problem solver. But, and I've, you've heard me say this, I've got this one thing it's like, everything will be okay. Yep. Like we will find a solution, everything will be okay. Um, and I feel like that's with life as well, but I always say that in business because, you know, no one's dying, it'll be there tomorrow, mm-hmm. everything will be okay.
1: That's it. Um. Yeah. And I, I just jotted a couple little things down that really resonate with me on the bottom of our sheet because we've printed this out, we're going to look at it mm-hmm. and each month we're, we've set a date to meet each month now on the 23rd 23rd of each month to sit down go over this go over the goals go over how we've grown in the last month what we can be doing better and i'll i'll go through these questions later yeah the 100% ones actually because they're, they're personal ones yeah too. 100% but um small value-based actions daily equals success so mm. how where we interpret that is by our daily actions of posting, checking in, providing value over a long period of time will measure up to success for us. Yeah.
2: And not only that, it's even like how Sarah was saying before, working out every day. Mm -hmm. Like just
1: even little things like that that are going to help you go like do those steps. People say people are trying to lose weight. You're not going to lose 10 kilos overnight, but the small Mm value-based actions over time, walking Mm -hmm. every day, eating well those valuable actions over time will equal success yeah, for you 100 and though then that's what the next point is value valuable daily actions equal momentum momentum equals forward trajectory
2: yeah we love that we do yeah so i feel like we will pop this up on the instagram when the um podcast goes live you guys can use it for your business You can use it for yourself as an individual. But I think it's really really important to sit down, especially at the start of the year, and just go through your goals, values, all those kind of things because it definitely helps. And I think one important key point to take out of this is checking in with them if that's once a month, Mm -hmm. if that's quarterly, whatever it is, however often you can just to check in. Um, It's so
1: important. And what I want to talk about because I think it really has resonated with me, it's like, we discussed it as individuals as people what's what's our big goal discussing that and then what are we doing every day to mm-hmm. get to that goal mm-hmm. and then looking at our habits it's like individually what do we have to do to make the business more successful mm-hmm. and are our current habits carrying us to our goal yeah it's like it can be taken to any context mm-hmm. if you want better mental health are your daily habits you're doing right now? Mm-hmm. Are they giving you energy or they energy drainers? Yeah, it's like you actually you have to sit down, do your goal. What's your mindset? Mm-hmm. What's been holding you back? Who's the person you have to become to get to your goal? Yeah, I don't know. I think I think we're on the right trajectory, hundred percent. And I think it's just um, what habits are serving you at the moment to get you to your goals? Um,
2: I feel like, well, one, setting what my goals are so I can reflect. Mm -hmm. Um, My daily habits. Also, my language is a big thing. Again, I'm a massive believer in like positive language and stuff like that. I'm really trying hard to change the language, like before Sarah and I had a discussion about something that I noticed I was saying and I've heard Sarah say it a few times and I'm like, "Yo, we need to stop talking like that because that doesn't equal growth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just I think just reflecting for me and daily habits, checking in with myself. Um, and I, I think it, all
1: the all these things were just spoken about. It's quite obvious to me mm-hmm. that you and I are in a season of growth,
2: hundred percent. And like I said before, I'm ex- I'm excited about it because I feel like I but have for, dropped off the last three four mm, years of doing stuff like this because I used to do stuff like this all the time, mm,
1: all the time. But that's a a cue for people. It's like, what season are you in?
2: Yeah. Well, I would hope if you're at the start of the year in the season of like growth, but it's it's it comes down to when you're willing to step into that season. Yeah, maybe it's not the right time for you guys now. Maybe you might listen to this podcast in six months' time, and that's when you decide to do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be at the start of
1: each year. And some like someone might have just stepped into a new season of being a mum. Yeah, hundred percent. And now they have to reevaluate their habits mm-hmm. and their daily actions because they're going to change. Yeah, you 100%. you you have got less sleep. You've got…
2: Less time. Less
1: time. So it's like, okay, I'm not going to be able to go to the gym mm-hmm. every day. That's a habit that at the moment is no longer serving me. But what's a habit I can do yep. that I can put in that will fulfill me? Yeah. Give me a little boost, my little self-care.
2: Or even like you said before, if you are a new mom and you, you still want to keep up those habits because you know they're like non-negotiables. Mm get up a little bit earlier, like mm. what you were saying before, get up at 5, get up at 5.30, maybe cut it down to three times a week instead of the five or whatever it is. You can still do those things. It's just like I'm not a mum so I can't
1: talk from experience but I'm like that's what I would be doing. I would be like if you're flying off the wheel, if you're losing your shit, it's like whatever I've been doing, if you're feeling really happy, like, oh, my God, right now I feel really happy. I'm going to jot this down in my I'm notes. Give it
2: to your energy give it. That's your
1: energy giver yeah. and. yeah. That's exactly what happened to me on the weekend. I said to you, I was like, oh, God, I added two things mm. on to my, yeah. and my, always, my energy takers. I yeah. was like drinking too much coffee yep. in a day. And what um, the other one was people-pleasing, yeah. I think. So you'll too always, many nights out.
2: Yeah, you'll always like as much as you don't want to, you'll always like keep adding those things to the negative things because something that might sit okay with you now, two months time, you're like, nah. That's not serving me anymore. I'm going to put that on my list.
1: Do you know what? This could be a great task because I think that reflection only comes when you slow down. Yep. Like really if you're too in your head, if you're not thinking, you're just rushing through the day, you won't be present of when you're really happy with something Mm -hmm. or when something made you smile. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this could be a prompt for people who are just starting to journal. It's like at the end of the day – Write down one or two th- times in the day that you felt really, really good mm-hmm. and they can be your first two energy givers. Yep. And then one or two things that during that day were energy takers.
2: Yeah, 100%. And you know what? You're going to have energy givers throughout the day and you're going to have negative drainage. What do I call them? Negative
1: Drainers or drainers. whatever. Drainers.
2: Um, you're going to have them throughout the day. Maybe some days you'll have more energy givers and then some days you might have more. But it happens throughout the day. But that's a really good idea. And even just journal them down. Like every time it happens, journal it down.
1: My thing is as soon as I get up, I do energy givers because it's the whole I am i don't want to be pouring. It's from changing. It. I don't want to be pouring from an empty, empty cup. So as soon as I get up, I do energy givers. Mm-hmm. I look after myself. And then, because I know during the day there's going to be energy takers. Hundred percent,
2: hundred percent. It's such a important thing. But
1: yeah, so we will post these on the Instagram page so you guys can. If anyone has any other ones, like we're open to learning. Look, we just transformed all our goals and all that because of walks. Like we want to learn. Curiosity is one of our values. Hundred percent,
2: hundred percent. And it's like it's a really, really fun procedure to do. Because, like I said. It does get you excited. Another thing that I've done, and this is like a lot of people have done it, but I do visual boards as well. I've done that since I was like 12. When I was setting my goals, I did like a visual board and I find that so therapeutic. That's an energy giver for me. The it's app. like a creative act. The app. What app? On your phone. that gives?
1: Oh, my
2: Lord. I posted this again on my Instagram and people are like, oh, you're too positive. I'm like, okay, well, just don't follow me. But
1: it's, it's like Debbie...
2: I know, but then I had so many other people message me and they're like, oh my God, I downloaded that. Thank you so much. It's amazing. So there's an app that I've just found. It is, I think it's a couple of years old. I've only just found it. It's called I Am. And it sends you positive affirmations throughout the day. You can choose how many you get sent to you, you can, all that. And then I've also added mine on the home screen as my widgets and it changes every hour. So it's like when I look at my phone, instead of going straight to social media or straight to emails or whatever it is, I open my phone, see the home screen. I say the, there's three affirmations on the front of my home screen. I say them all once, look at them again, I say them again, and then I go into my phone. For me, I'm like, that helps me because I feel like sometimes if I'm going to Instagram, if I'm going to emails, it potentially could be a negative drainer. Negative drainer? Drainer. Yeah. Um, So I just open it now. I am learning to be at peace with who I am now and I'm excited about who I can be. Kind of relates to what we did today. 100%. Yeah, so
1: that's a really cool app. You can get that. That's exactly what you were talking about from your diary before to who you were. Yeah. You love who you are now. Yeah. Yeah,
2: 100%. Yeah. So um, that's a really good app if you are wanting to change.
1: If you're wanting to. I feel like this podcast is like positivity, mm. goal setting. It's what we're trying to do with FIFA as well. It's yeah. trying to change your mindset
2: around money. 100%. So this one's kind of changing your mindset about life, life your actions. Yep. And just being more positive. Because that's definitely something, like I said, I've lacked the last like three years. I've always been like into this stuff, but I've definitely… Um, lacked it in some way. But that's fine.
1: We'll be filling up our cups tomorrow Oh, at my gosh. Yoga. We're doing
2: Bikram tomorrow at 6 a.m. And I'm so nervous. Um, so tell, you were
1: you were a Bikram teacher, right? I was I, like, yeah. we were both obsessed. I've done probably about three 30-day challenges. Yeah,
2: it's fucking mild. So I have been doing Bikram since I was like 14. Yeah. I started teaching in 2011. I love Bikram and it's going to be really interesting, but I had to disconnect from Bikram about, I would say three, four years ago because I have a n- not a very nice attachment to Bikram. I can't even think of how to explain it. I have PT- P- PTSD. PTSD a little bit. So I used to do Bikram every single day when I had anorexia and an eating disorder. And if I didn't do it, I would freak out because... I literally thought I'd be fat if I missed a day. Mm -hmm. That's just how my head worked and it is a mental disease and that's just how I would work. So I would literally like freak out if I didn't do it. So I would do it every single day. I know before I said it changed my life. It did change my life, but there was also still this like addiction and I decided to stop doing it and I haven't done it since then and I'm so nervous. But one of my goals this year was to incorporate it back into my life But have a different headspace.
1: Practice non-attachment.
2: Yes. So I'm very nervous because I know
1: you're getting uncomfortable.
2: No, no, no. Yes, but I know there's going to be a lot of negative stuff that come up tomorrow. I just know. So I'm. Thank you
1: for forewarning me. Now I know to give you space.
2: (laughs) No, no, no. I just I don't know what's going to come up, and I'm like really nervous because it's like you're leaning in though. I'm proud of you. No, and I and I was one of my goals. I wanted. I've wanted to do this for so long, but I've been too scared. It seems so stupid. Like, no, it does It's just like it's. I'm really nervous of what emotions are going to come up because I'm expecting something to come up. So I'm nervous, but I'm prepared and I'm ready because I'm in a different headspace.
1: You know what? I, I think you'll be right because whatever's going to come up is a story from all these years ago, mm. and you know how to deal with it better now.
2: Yeah, I feel like it'll be. Yeah, I mean, I'll talk about it in the next podcast. But I do think negative something's going to come up. But then I also think at the end of the negativity, there is going to be, like, freedom. Yeah, and, like, positive, like, I feel like I'll be happy because I'll be like, oh, my God, thank God I'm not addicted to this anymore and I can actually do it with joy. Yes. So I know it's going to be, like, a two-end kind of thing. It's going to start with, fuck, I'm so scared, I'm so scared, whatever, and then I know there's going to be, like, happiness at the end of the – that. So it's going to be interesting. That. Um, and then my
1: boyfriend goes away for a month, so that's going to be even more interesting. <laughs> that's what you just described is one of my favorite sayings, and you know, you always ask me, "What's that saying? What's that saying?" Oh, at the um, at the start of fear, no. Over the other side of fear is, is freedom. freedom. Yeah,
2: and that's exactly what tomorrow is, and I'm so nervous and I'm actually scared, but it's fine. I it fuck's sake it's just yoga right <laughs> but like I just it's more my head I don't care about my body or anything like that it's what's going to happen in my head so I need to be like fully prepared to um I need to do a lot of energy givers tomorrow
1: okay mm-hmm. well look how self-aware you are yeah look at you go mm-hmm. I love it yeah and then please take notes because I want to know of even My though emotions. yeah and even know like we'll probably go through it at some stage you might not you might just be like I want to keep it to myself and that's cool I tell you what, I'm definitely going in the back of the room. I was, like, always at the front of the room. I'm like, tomorrow I'm definitely going at the back. Do you know that – and I did this on the weekend. It's something um, – I was listening to a podcast and the foster sisters I love listening mm. to their podcast. Kind of re- reminds me of you, mm-hmm. even though we're not biological sisters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The banter's good, like, whatever. Yeah. And Erin does DBT therapy and – um It's really interesting of how you overcome things and how you change. So at the moment she's practicing um, doing the opposite of what her natural reaction is. Mm -hmm. So the other night she was out with her husband and he, he kind of threw her under the bus and... She was involved in conversations she didn't want to get involved in, and so her natural reaction was to turn it to him or be passive aggressive mm-hmm. and yell. But she put her hand on her lap, his lap and held his hand, oh. and so she did the opposite, and she met it with love. Yeah. And so the next day, he actually wrote her message, and he said, "Um, I took notice of the hand holding last oh. night, and it meant the absolute world to me." And she goes, "And in that time, in that instance." He turned around and saved me from the conversation I didn't want to be involved oh, in. wow. So that little change of reaction. And so even for me sleeping Saturday, trying to get to sleep Saturday night, I was overthinking, overthinking, overthinking. And I was like, Sarah, whatever's not making you fall asleep right now, do the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, I'm overthinking. I'm going to not think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it's just <laughs> – and the other thing, it's like my natural instinct whenever – you need something to, like, hug you, mm-hmm. but I have to do the opposite of that. <laughs> you do that anyway. <laughs> no, but I have to do the yeah, opposite yeah, yeah, of that. Oh, yeah. Um. So I think that's a really good thing for you. It's doing whatever you used to do in Bikram, mm-hmm. do the complete opposite of it. It's so have- funny
2: you say that because I actually, last week, I do hoplite and I like to be in a certain area of the room.
1: I know. I, I get in
2: trouble if I put the mat tail up the front. Oh, no, I still don't like the front. I just don't like the front. It's too close to the mirror and, like, I hit it it's because I'm super flexible. It's just really annoying. Um, no, I always go, like, in the middle if it's the second row, third, whatever, but just in, like, this certain area. And I saw myself the other day to put my mat down and then I saw a thing and I was like, no, 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 I'm going to go change my habits and go the other. So I did the opposite.
1: That's where growth happens. Yeah. Growth Actually, just been happens
2: like through change. Yeah um but yeah that was it anyway we would love to
1: see some of your values or any comments in our Instagram and if you like our values that we're posting or if you like this episode please let us know yes 100% and share it with your friends because I think it's quite valuable and like I said don't have to be a business owner we just anyone that you think needs to hear this send it along to them I think it's really valuable I hope people took a lot away from it and You get value from
2: it. 100%. Anyway, we hope you guys have a good Wednesday or whatever day you listen to this podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with all your friends. Ciao.